This is a, a really important point. If you say that you're going to do something, do it, yeah, or don't do it. Because if you don't do it, you're a liar, yeah? And then your credibility goes down, um, down the drain for anything else that's going to happen with that person and probably like 250 or 500 other people because they will probably tell their friend. And one of the first things people need to, to learn about, uh, which I say in all the interviews, is the compound effect, yeah? where you do one thing every day, just one thing, just one little thing. You don't have to do a massive thing, just one small thing that gets you closer to your goal. But you can apply the compound effect to your health, to what you eat, to your exercise, to um, connecting with people. Like people say, I don't have friends, right? So if you do one thing every day, just to help somebody, over time, you will have tons and tons of friends. This guy called Alan McElwork took me on his way. And actually the managing director wanted to fire me. And he not only was educating me, but he also would give some, he would close the sales and say, Ben, do it. So I could get, it's not really my commission, right? It's like, it's not mine. Anyway, so he was a great, great guy. And today's guest is Ben Chai, expert strategist, creating success blueprints for companies and entrepreneurs. He's a dancer, he has a number one best-selling song in the Amazon Spoken Word charts, and he's also known for his craziness, for bringing insight and entertainment when things are tough. Hi Ben, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, could you tell us where you're calling from today? Hi Ian, I'm, well, I'm, I'm actually in Mexico. <laughs> I need to uh, yeah, I shouldn't really tell people that. Uh, as you notice uh, on my social media, I never tell people where I am. So <laughs> never post pictures about the places until like normally a year after being there. And how is it out there? Is it looks sunny? It, it is sunny. I, I, I showed you a few pictures earlier. I'm, I'm by the beach. I just needed to get away. You know, I, I was suffering from a lot of um, anger issues and, and stuff. So, so just really good to get away. My last few flights, due to you know some of the pandemics and the pandemics that have been going on, were cancelled. Um, and I never got my money back. It's terrible, isn't it? Um, so, so yeah. So it's it's really it's been great. It's been great. Uh, it's kind of like a what I call a workation. So I, I've never been very good at being on a holiday, and, and I, I, I always end up working. And promoting the, the the spoken word song was like that was oh my goodness! I think I had about four or five hours sleep for three or four days while while I was promoting that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, can you, I was going to ask, but I mean, I'm going to ask about that now. So, can you tell us a bit? Yeah, what inspired your spoken word song, which is, is hit number one? Yeah, well, that was very interesting because uh, I'd always wanted to to write something like that, and in fact, my son Nathan wrote wrote uh, something like that for me about four or five years ago, but I I didn't execute at the time, so. So he sold it to somebody else. <laughs> um, but it was, so it's been in the back of my mind for a long time. And uh, I met a, a guy a, around a while back who, who does this kind of stuff. And, and I said, okay, let, let's do it. Let's, let's see what we can do. And let's find out what the benefits are to two people who are entrepreneurs or speakers who, or who have some kind of voice. And if we can make the benefits for them work. For example, if they need branding or they need 
you know, money or fame, whatever it is they, they they're after, then then we can sell it as a as a product. So so that that's how it came about. And I, you know, having done a lot of work with Microsoft myself, Microsoft has this this phrase, yeah, um, called "eat your own dog food." And in other words, you know, in order to 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 want to share something with somebody else, you you need to make it work for yourself. So I just thought, you know what, I better make a Make sure it works. Do, do the hard work, and 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 then then I can share it with other people. Right, right. So it's, it's yeah, it's quite inspirational. You actually yes, yeah, setting out on, on that direction. It's quite an uplifting words you use in the song as well, isn't it? <laughs> well, because that was the kind of stuff that I was really interested in when I when I first heard heard the stuff about you know four, five, six years ago. And bizarrely enough, it was put in the R&B and soul category. So, so we, we, we've been a number one in that category for since it was launched. It's currently eight now, so it's, it's dropped a few. But we're still in there. We're still in the top ten of, of, of sellers in that category. And, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Like I, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't absolutely sure about the process. And obviously, you know, I had a lot of people helping me, Ian, really a lot of people, um, which, is, which is a great testimony to something like social magnetism. Uh, you know, when you attract people into your life who, who when you're adding so much value to them, that they just want to naturally help you and just really would not have been able to achieve this without all those people. Uh, who I've mentioned in, in some of my posts in, in, in the social media. Yeah, and Social Magnetism, I believe that's the name of your book, isn't it? Uh, it's the name of one of the books, that, that and probably the, the, the most recent, which uh, I co-authored with my, my son, Nathan, who actually is a much better writer than myself today. But uh, yeah, yeah, so, so we co-authored that one and, and also did a TED Talk I don't know if you've ever seen the TED Talk or not. Yeah. So the TED Talk did very well as well. That's gone over half a million views, which is very unusual for for someone um, in, in my category. Uh, and, you know, I was I was looking at the people who've had a million views, a million plus views. And a lot of those people are, you know, they're, they're radio presenters there who, who are, you know, not who are on commercial radio rather than radio that, that I've done, which is, more hospital radio based, so it has very different clients, or they're or they're world renowned. I don't know psychologists and 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 have written for the Daily Mail, which is a newspaper in the, the UK, a very famous newspaper. So so that so I was looking at some of these people and thinking, my goodness, that they their view viewing rate is amazing. But that's of course because of the all the their amazing following, isn't it? And, and I, I don't believe that that people who and I and I put myself in this category who are kind of like average people. I don't I don't believe that any of us can achieve magnificence without a lot of help from our friends. And and I love that song. I get by with a little help from my friend. Uh, so so it, it's only a personal belief. Uh, obviously, we we have our own specialness, like you. And your specialness, your your great curly hair, which makes you stand out a lot, you know. 
Um, the way you, you connect with people, that, that's part of your, your uniqueness. Well, no, thank you. And it's, it's either due to you at, at one of the property events, I think that, you know, helped me start to step out of my, my shell and, uh, you know, come to the front of the room or, or whatever was involved. Uh, I can't quite remember. Um, and But, well, part of the reason for the podcast is to help inspire people who've got low self-belief and forgotten how amazing they are. And uh, I believe that, your social magnetism project or or some of the background behind that I think was from your either childhood or younger days when you had less confidence is there anything you could tell us that's in, either inspired you to do the social magnetism project or just generally to help the people with low self belief to inspire themselves on a bit so you're you're right um, in in the tag talk on on social magnetism it does give a little background of of my my childhood you know everyone's childhood is unique and everyone has their own challenges and tribulations from from their, their childhood my, mine included a lot of bullying which caused a, a downward spiral into not having much self-worth wanting to commit suicide and, and all, all of that kind of uh, stuff um so eventually uh, I, I got out of that through again, you know, help from from people I met at the university and reading a lot. Um, there, there's a very special book that that I have in my heart. It, it's the, it's a religious book called the Bible, and I, I find that there's a lot of great stories in there that teach us a lot about business and connecting and relationships. And if we can get through past what the preachers preach in the, the churches and read the stories like two or three or four times, we find that that the superficial story is very different from the depth of wisdom that is buried within it. In it. And, and the problem with books like, like the Bible is that they're, they're written in languages that it's just really hard to understand and you're just trying to think, what are you trying to say here in some of the stories? Uh, so, so there's a there's a great one uh, in, in there which really teaches people about entrepreneurship. Um, and anyway, that kind of that kind of um, reading helped me a lot. Um, being around people who who liked me for me. So this is me at the time. I was very shy. I had no clue how to connect with people. I, I, I was socially inept. But they liked being around me. They liked having me around. They didn't criticize me for, for having all these problems. And that also helped me get, get through, you know, uh, a lot of self-worth issues. Brilliant. No, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Now, in preparing for this interview, I mean, you've done so go much on. and you've got so much on the go. And, um, well, I, I just want to pick a number of bits out of, of that and for you to comment back on on what's inspired you on on a handful of them. So uh, you started out at uh, Royal Holloway University of London, and then you had various roles, I think quite senior roles as marketing managers, project managers, um, liaising with or working with Microsoft technologies. And then you've done stuff with educational programs for companies, uh, including FTSE 100 companies, and you founded several of these companies that, that have been working in these spaces. You're a magazine editor-in-chief at one point, and then you've got a lot of work in cybersecurity and working with some um, corporate executive program that 
has some really senior intelligence officers of big companies around the world. And then uh, just to tag on the end, speaker, TV presenter, author, uh, 13 uh, board memberships you have so yeah it's I, I, I mean I, I can hardly cope it's <laughs> reading it never mind living it so I mean could you tell us some of the things that you've inspired you along that epic journey yeah yeah obviously I can I the problem is I made up all of those things because it impresses people now <laughs> um, there's so many there's so many um, inspirational uh, components in there so you know where do we start like from uh, from university, just just the people there who helped me a lot. My, my best friend Tana Balasuriya Shanmugam, you know, um, very inspirational guy. He, he just attracts people. They just love being around him. I, I'm not one of those those people who can do hospitality as well as as well as uh, Tana. But that's it. In terms of inspiration, what kind of inspiration would you you like me to share about? Well, just you've, I mean, for someone like me, they're quite epic things, you know, like founding companies. Um, I think, you know, the uh, Incoming Thoughts company, uh, you founded that and it's been, you've done various roles within it and it, it looks like it's doing amazing things. So yeah, that, that's a quite a big step. I, I'm just starting my entrepreneurial journey, but you, you've obviously done this a number of times, but you know, maybe either for that. Maybe if I tell you about some of the things that didn't go so well. Before I got too excited. well, that that's really helpful actually because yeah, be yeah, because yeah, it shows so, that it, you know it, it helps people persevere. So when I completed university, uh, which is also I think in, in one of my other TED talks, I I slept on a, a friend's floor um, that was Tanner's floor uh, with lots of other people. I, I just didn't I didn't have anywhere to to live. I didn't. My, I just scraped a university degree. They should have thrown me out. They threw everybody out there. I, I, I didn't want to be there. Um, and I was, I was doing people's music. I was a radio presenter at hospital radio. I was, I was doing anything but being there. I, I was on the plane for the badminton. I was captain of the badminton team. I was on the chess team, the bridge team. It was just, but. The degree, <laughs> like, I don't think I was in that space, to my to my regret, actually. Um, so there was me. Uh, I, I was still recovering, still growing my self-worth, you know, <laughs> and so on. So I, I managed to get a job um, in a company where, where I was, I think I worked for about five grand a year, 5,000 pounds a year, uh, and a porridge for lunch and, and cornflakes for dinner and I would treat myself occasionally to pot noodles and um, if somebody who you know one of the people on the floor I was sleeping with stole my pot noodles I would get pot noodle rage because like I know it was a small amount of money but it didn't have much money uh, you know and I got hit several times cycling to work which was in in, Twi- in Teddington and that was 10 miles away from where I was so, so it wasn't a very good place, and, and I needed to to sort myself out if I wanted to to do things like dating or whatever. Because I have no 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 place to, to say. So all I did was educate myself. Ian, I, I spent I spent two three years staying w- late at work and, and just researching stuff. I, I was trying to improve my mindset. There were these 
these programs, which we have today on the internet, you know, try this program, try it out for 30 days, sale or return. And then I would return it. I, I would do it for free because I had no money. I literally had no money, but I would learn stuff. Um, later on, I, I paid the people back for that. So I, I kind of paid it in reverse. Um, but I just needed to, to educate my mind on finance, on business, on connecting with people. Um, and and that, that's one, one part of, of, I think, everyone's journey. We can all get lucky. And I have been lucky with with some finance, but I've lost it all again because I didn't understand money. I didn't understand how to to use money, and I used it incorrectly. Even even to the point where when when I made substantial amount of money, I was trying to help friends out, but even that was wrong, just by giving them the money because because then they became dependent on me, yeah, and they didn't learn to fish for themselves. And then we used to get into arguments because they would promised to pay me back by a certain time and, and they would never do that. So these days, if if I'm going to help a friend out, I have to think in my head, okay, uh, I will write this money off if that's what I'm going to do, or I will make a contract with them so so that I'd rather they work for the money fr- from me rather than, you know, rather than giving them the money. Because anyone who promises to to give you the money back, I don't know. I, I don't know what's wrong with society today, but it's, there are very few people who will do that. Other things will happen in their lives. Yeah. And they'll think, oh, but I thought you had enough money. Um, you know, crazy. To, the thing is, if you, this is a, a really important point. If you say that you're going to do something, do it. Yeah. Or don't do it. Because if you don't do it, you're a liar. Yeah. And then your credibility goes down. Um, down the drain for anything else that's going to happen with that person and probably like 250 or 500 other people because they will probably tell their friend. For example, if, if I had betrayed you and then somebody asked if if uh, asked you for advice, they said, oh, Ben, ben I'm, I'm thinking of doing this in bed with Ben. What do you think? Then you would say, look, I don't want to, I don't want to talk behind his back or anything. I can just tell you about a story that happened between me and her. And that already, you know, without, without gossiping or anything, because you want to help your friend. You don't want them to be betrayed as well. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, so, but, so, so it's really important that you get your education. I don't care how you do it. Today, there's a lot of great stuff, like, like your podcasts, for example, which teach people how to be motivated and, and, and inspired. Uh, so, so there's a lot of way to get free education, really. And, and one of the first things people need to, to learn about, uh, which I say in all the interviews, is the compound effect, yeah, where you do one thing every day, just one thing, just one little thing. You don't have to do a massive thing, just one small thing that gets you closer to your goal, whether it's, you know, um, you know 10 press-ups a day or one press-up a day. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really helpful. Really, really helpful advice. Thank, thank you for that. Or, or invest one by one share in a company every day, or, or save, or, or pay off your debt bit by bit every day. Yeah, I, I read I mean, that richest man in Babylon over Christmas, and that is utterly life changing for me. That uh, yeah, I can see where I've been going wrong. Uh, that, and that's the same comp- I think they describe it differently, but it's the, that kind of compound effect each month. You know, ten percent of your income. Must be 
you know, put towards, set, you know, put aside for saving and investing and yeah. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. So, so what I like about the compound effect, which people don't, don't really um, get is you apply it to everything, but most people just apply it to finance. And, and we have people on this planet who don't like finance. Yeah. They just say, oh, money is like the root of all evil or whatever. But you can apply the compound effect to your health, to what you eat, to your exercise, to um, connecting with people. Like people say, I don't have friends, right? So if you do one thing every day just to help somebody, over time, you will have tons and tons of friends. Just reach out, oh, you see somebody across the, in a coffee shop who looks depressed. Just go up and say, hey, you look a bit bad. Um, just wanted to say hello and if you want to chat. Uh, and they might say, you know, what, what are you talking about? I'm not bad. I'm just doing contemplation. So, oh, that, that's fine. I didn't mean to cause any, any issue. Or they might say, yeah, I really want to talk to you. Or it doesn't really matter. The thing is you're doing something every day. Yes, it's breaking that yeah mold of not of inaction. Yeah, and, and keeping it going. Yeah, that's really useful. Yeah, so, so education, I, I think, was a, a really, really helped me a lot. Um, yeah, uh, and then that, what? What was the, the next breakthrough? I, I guess I mean there's been several what we call mentors, but I've never I've never paid for them. So I guess at university, my my mentors were a, a group of of well, I guess it was a, a guy called An, An, Andrew Gilmore in, in many ways, who, who's the godfather of my my children. And he had a lot of wisdom. In fact, even before him, I, I used to, because I didn't have much self-worth, and, uh, you know, I, I never associated with my peer groups. I was bullied a lot. So I associated a lot with um, older people. So my, my, my great, great, <laughs> yeah, my great aunt and my godmother, uh, who both passed away around the 100. And they would share tons and tons of wisdom with me about things and which helped me later on in my life probably probably my 30s going going on from 30 uh, so that they were great so I had like little mentors along the way and when I was at, um, doing my my first job which was like six five six grand a year um, I was I was doing admin I was a pen pusher and by the way if you can be a good pen pusher you can make a lot of money honestly like filling forms for grants Billing forms for for just just bonuses and so on. But if you if you're not good at writing those forms, then you need someone to get credit for you. Um, uh, so so there I had a guy um, called Alan McElwerth, Actually, he for some reason they thought I'd be a good salesperson, and actually I wasn't. I was I was terrible because I understood computers, and this was a computer company, and I would tell people that the exact solution they needed and they didn't they never bought it they would buy it from somebody else which who gave them a, a terrible solution and and they paid a lot of money for those solutions which would never work but mine would but i just didn't know how to sell and so so this guy called alan mackleworth took me on his way and actually the managing director wanted to fire me and, and he not only was educating me but he also would give some he would close the sales and say, Ben did it. So I would get, I was, it's not really my commission, right? So it's not my, anyway, so he was a great, great guy who actually, I, I think I've mentioned him in, in the Total Magnetism book. 
Uh, later on, I, I had a guy who, in many ways, I would say he he. I don't want to call him. Uh, uh, what do you what do you call people who suck up to people? Anyway, he used to suck up to the directors, um, but he was a great mentor for me because he would say, "Do it like this," and I'd say, "It doesn't work." <laughs> And then I'd see him doing it a totally different way. Right? I, would, I would use that, his way of doing things and work it with, with mine. And that, that helped me become a great stage speaker. Because I was, I was educating a lot of uh, teams within um, Kodak um, to, to understand our, our products, um, which, were, which were digital products. And they were very, very advanced in their time. So that was that was that helped me become a great stage speaker. It also helped me a lot with writing because I had to write the user manuals for for the the, the company. Anyway, so I, I just had loads of these things that happened along the way, and over time, each one of those those little bits of gems that were being sewn into me blossomed into little flowers, and we don't realize how many little flowers we've got growing in each one of us. Yeah. Until like 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the line. Yes. So it's about compounding those little gems. Yeah, I like that. Right. So, so over time, you know, I, I've written 14, 15 plus books, but it didn't happen straight away. Yeah. Over time, I, I've made millions on stage, but it didn't happen straight away. It happened gradually. And then something happened and you think, where did that happen? How did, how did I get to this boat? Yes. Yeah. No, thank you for, for sharing that. That's just like gives a heartwarming feeling about life in general. So yeah, that, that's that's brilliant. Now, you've mentioned your friend at university. Would you say that was the person who was your biggest inspiration or your, your aunties or is there someone else? I mean, all, all of them. I've, I've got so many people who, who I find very inspirational. At the moment, my biggest inspiration is my daughter. Um, she's just like in a totally different level. And like, I was, because of my, my childhood and, and, and how much I was bullied, I was pretty shut down emotionally. So I could, you know, do business. I, I, I can be on stage and I, I can share great stuff with people. And, but she, my, my daughter, just persevered with me. And, and, you know, I said to her as a, as a kid, like, look, you know, I love you pieces. I'm just not good at hugging and stuff like that. And she would just come and hug me. You know you want to. No, I knew I'd be struggling. If I, no, I don't want to be hugged. No, you want to be hugged. And like today, I, I, you know, I love hugging people, but I just, just couldn't cope with it. And she persevered and persevered. Uh, she, she's brilliant at business today. Um, you know, she's grown and grown and grown. And uh, just, just at a very different level. Uh, many, many aspects of life, not just business, not just emotion. And, I think I think that's isn't that the goal that many of us have? We, we we're trying to be balanced. I, I don't think that I don't think it's possible, that, you know, to be totally totally balanced just because of things that happen to us. For example, like like something happens to you, you get something ill, and it costs a lot of money to to for hospital whatever. So now your focus is on health and wealth, yeah, or or, or you have the wealth, but you're 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 in a hospital or something, and your focus is just on health. It's not relationships. You just need to get out of hospital, yeah. Um, 
or like for me, when I was sleeping on a friend's floor, I just needed to make money. That's it. I just needed money to get out of the situation. So I think it, I think it's challenging to be totally balanced. Yeah, um, but we it's it's a it's something we try try to do to have a balance of, of having a working life and 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 um, just relaxation and family and exercise and, and so on yeah no th- thank goodness for people like your daughter who you know encourage that breakthrough of hugging for people who are you know maybe like me as well that are as um, relaxed in that space yeah yeah thank you for sharing that well we've hardly got going ben's got so much wisdom to share we'll be back next week with some more from ben but for now here are his first top 10 hits of inspiration one get inspired by releasing your own spoken word single. Two, get inspired by the help that might spring from social magnetism. When you have been adding value to others, they are so much more likely to help you. Three, get around people who like you as you. Four, remember successful people didn't always get it right first time. And as Ben kindly shares, there may have been several earlier failures. 5. Get inspired by the opportunity to sort yourself out and get educated on things like money and connection. 6. Get inspired by the compound effect, just doing one small thing every day towards your goals. And 7. Apply the compound effect to helping people. Just help one person every day and then you may find that you've got loads of friends. 8. Get inspired by Ben's mentor Alan who in order to stop Ben getting fired as a salesman, closed sales himself and then said that they were Ben's. Nine, get inspired by the garden of little flowers and gems of wisdom that have been planted inside us from other people that are just waiting to flourish at the appropriate time. And finally, number 10, get inspired by Ben's daughter, encouraging us to be at ease, hugging more. Thanks, Ben, for today, and check back in next week for Ben's second session. Thanks, Ben Sound, for the music. <laughs>